Welcome to Ghost Town. Figured I'd let the whole thing play this time. Experiencing some uh, feedback there, some static. Wonder if you're hearing that too. Anyways, all right, it's Sunday. I got one guest today for the duration, so pretty excited about that. Uh, these guys are a fantastic band, one of my all-time favorites. When I think all-American music. These guys come to mind for sure. And uh, they formed in Boston in 76. Singer, songwriter, guitarist, Rick Ocasek. I always get that wrong. For years in my mind, I said Rick Ocasek. Now I'm retraining myself after listening to all these uh, interview footage clips. And uh, yeah, Rick Ocasek, singer, bassist, Ben Orr, lead guitarist, Elliot Easton, keyboardist, Greg Hawks, and drummer, David Robinson. Uh, at the forefront of merging 1970s guitar-oriented rock with a new synthesizer-oriented pop. These guys were named the best new artist in the 1978 Rolling Stone Reader's Poll. And their debut album sold 6 million copies and appeared on the Billboard 200 album chart for 139 weeks. That's quite impressive. All right, you're listening to WRFN LP Pasquo. I'm Creepy Steve. You're right in Ghost Town with... Da 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 da, the cars.
the name the cars uh, I'm sure you're asked this a lot why did you pick that particular name actually David thought of the name but uh, there was really no story behind it he's just one of those people who keeps a list of names for bands in his head somewhere and uh, <laughs> it just seemed like a real good name hey, once we lived with it for a while uh, you know we really started thinking oh yeah you can get Easy to spell, easy to remember. Exactly. With four letters, very simple steps exactly. with C ends with S, yeah. Mm -hmm. Could have been the cats, could have been anything, but it turned out to be exactly. the, the cars. This band was organized, if I read the material correctly, to uh, stimulate rock and pop music, uh, to make it more exciting. Mm -hmm. What, in your view, needed, needed to be done, and how was it bland if, in fact, you felt that way when the cars were being formed? Well, it seemed in 78, just radio was very bland. It was very much totally top 40 oriented, much more so than, than now, even though there is sort of a trend to go back to a tight playlist. But uh, I think that our, our backgrounds, we weren't, we weren't like, we didn't come from a top 40 background. Most of the kinds of bands that we were in were uh, more underground sort of bands. And I just think that uh, we felt like that something had to happen.
guitarist Elliot Easton of the Cars. Was it pretty instantaneous that you guys kind of knew something was happening? Because that was real quick. You recorded it. You were together. You recorded an album, and then you were, you know, popular. It was. It was. It was pretty quick, but it wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't like um, the kind of quick way you'd wonder, like, hey, what's going on? I mean, we we worked on those songs for a long time, and we played uh, played just about all the songs that are on that first album in clubs for a year or more, night after night, you know, yeah. five sets a night, uh, eight till two, you know, all over the, the college circuit and all over New England and stuff. And, and, uh, and so when it came time to record that album, it only took 12 days of recording. We just That's spit incredible. it out on tape because uh, everything was in place, the arrangements, the solos. Uh, it was basically our live set. And Roy Thomas Baker enhanced that with his, you know, studio prowess, but it, the notes were already being played. So, so that was like, like the last time that happened. Right, I was going to say as your, as your other <laughs> as your other album started getting, was that harder to you were going into the studio and you know coming in with demos and saying, you know, let's make this arrangement this way or whatever. Yeah, well, you don't, you, you know, if the band takes off, you never again really get an opportunity to test your music out in front of people before you get to record it. Yeah. I mean, we knew which were our crowd pleasers and which songs worked and what didn't, because our friends let us know. You know, we sure. played it night after night and we got to know. So um, we were able to really, you know, home in on uh, what tunes should be on the record and, and stuff like that. So, you know, knowing what happened to that first record and the success that it achieved, uh, you can imagine the whirlwind that we all got caught up in. And of course, you never again are going to be playing little clubs and here's a new song we just wrote last week. It doesn't happen. If someone pays $15 or $20 to come see you, it's very difficult to try to force feed them something that they're not familiar with.
Good times roll. That's the cars. The 79 single also off the debut self-titled album. The full-length LP. That's the cars. Out of Boston. You heard their uh, first three singles, hit singles of their career, also all featured on the debut album. Also in there, My Best Friend's Girl and Just What I Needed. The Cars. They played their first show at Pease Air Force Base in New Hampshire. That was December 31st, 1976. And they spent the early part of the year, 1977, playing throughout New England. And they developed their songs that would uh, become their debut album. And... Uh, also in 1977, they started receiving airplay on local stations in Boston of the single Just What I Needed. And at this point, they got the attention of Electra Records, which signed them to a record deal. Woo! Go Cars! And the debut album, The Cars, released in June of 19, 1978 and reached number 18 on the Billboard 200. Here's another track off of this one. You're all I've got tonight. The Cars, right in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve.
Radio Free Nashville, kicking it with the cars in Ghost Town.
Eric Okasik. It's funny how we didn't know really about anything we were doing except that we were kind of a club band that did our own material. And it was just that the material was maybe uh, that, you know, different at the time because it just came from one source and I wasn't too influenced by, you know, pop radio at the time and that kind of thing. And I wanted to make records, but I was never thinking in terms of selling a lot of records to people and stuff. I, I thought we'd be like a cult band. I was not prepared for the record to take off like that at all. I was happy that it did. You get used to failing a lot and you get used to coping with it. It becomes kind of easy. And then all of a sudden, you know, being accepted and selling a lot of records takes a little adjustment. It took me a good 15, 20 minutes.
Green and Stereo. That's the cars also in there. You heard Bye Bye Love and You're All I've Got Tonight. All on the debut album, self-titled The Cars. And that finishes up that album too. I'm going to move on to the second release, Candy O, put out in June of 1979. Featured an album cover created by the famed Playboy artist Alberto Vargas. And this album reached number three on the Billboard album chart in America. Uh, Also featured their first top 20 single, My Pleasure for You in Ghost Town Today. It's the Cars. Let's go.
drummer David Robinson. We just we sort of took a lot of parts from stuff that we had already all done, a lot of ideas and influences, and uh, started an, another new band. I don't know, it's one of those things that's hard to describe why you can do it with some people and you can't. You've, you know, I've been in bands with different kinds of musicians, maybe some better, some worse than people in the cars, but it's gotta be something else. And that's like the hardest thing to find because you don't, you can't tell what it is and you don't know, you can't go look for it. You have to, everybody has to start playing and you have to hear it. And we had it when we started playing.
It's all I can do. It's all you can do. But do it well. Do your best. You're listening to The Cars, hanging out in Ghost Town with me, Creepy Steve. Creeping along the airwaves yet again. And you're listening to WRFN LP Pasquo, Radio Free Nashville. That's where I'm at. Where are you? I'm curious. Are you listening on the internet? The FM? I'm curious. Stop being so creepy. All right. Off the sophomore release, Candy O, It's All I Can Do is the last track you heard also in there. Let's go. The first top 20 single for the band. I've got a few more off of Candy O. And uh, let's see here. A special dedication for you super fans of the Cars and super fans of this album, Candy O. These next three tracks are dedicated to you. Radio Free Nashville.
That's dangerous type. I'm playing these out of order. That was by mistake. Sorry, super fans. I, I didn't come through, but I still got two more for you off of Candio. A little, a little bit out of order, but still, here we go. Okay, I'm ready to go. Shooby Doo and Candio off of the album Candio. It's the cars from 1979, right in Ghost Town. Don't 
I Need You So, that's Candio, The Cars, off of this, that uh, same titled LP, their sophomore, released in 1979. Before that, Shooby Doo, also in there, Dangerous Type and Double Life kicked it off, all from Candio. Candio. And wrapping that album up, now we're going to move on to the third studio album titled Panorama, released in 1980. It was considered more experimental and featured only one top 40 track and i'm about i'm about to play that for you here in just a second the album peaked at number five in america though it did not receive very good critical praise apparently it was a shock to the record label also you know the band was trying new things trying to expand its horizon and sometimes you catch flack for that but i've got three tracks i'm going to play for you off panorama starting with the one top 40 hit touch and go i'm creepy steve you're listening to wrfn lp Pasquo hanging out in Ghost Town.
keyboard player Greg Hawks. Everybody was at the point in their development where they were really serious about, you know, total commitment to a project. And I think that's really what pulled it together was, you know, every, everybody was totally committed to the card.
lead guitar player Elliot Easton. I just always just sort of played guitar in bands, hoping that uh, one of them would be successful, and this one has been. But uh, I don't think it's really changed my attitude about music or life or anything like that. Uh, I'm, you know, obviously very happy that it's so successful. Having had what happened go down in the last couple of years, I don't know what it would be like, you know, not having that kind of excitement going on. But I expect I'd just be playing guitar. The Cars hanging out in Ghost Town, listening to songs from the album Panorama. Here's one more.
Give me some slack. The Cars from the 1980 release Panorama. Also, you heard Don't Tell Me No and Touch and Go kicked it off. That does it for the third studio studio album from The Cars. And I'm going to move right into the next album, which they recorded in their own studio, which they purchased. They purchased Intermedia Studios in Boston, renamed it Synchro Sound. This was in 1981. And uh, they recorded just one album there, their fourth one, Shake It Up, which was considered a more commercial album than Panorama. And also spawned the first top ten single. Here it is. You're listening to The Cars right in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Dave. This is Radio Free Nashville. Shake it up, shake it up. 
Rick Ocasek. One of the reasons the cars eventually uh, found themselves as the cars is because Ben and I had played for eight years. Elliot and I had played for five years. Greg and I had played for five years before the cars. We already had been through that crap of how do you, how do you work the personalities out? You know, David being the newest member, you know, fit because his musical taste was so close, you know, to ours. And when we, when we came together as the cars, we didn't have to figure out each other. We knew, I mean, we'd already played songs together. We had been in other bands.
You're in Ghost Town with the Cars. Here's Rick Ocasek. I write a lot of songs when I do sit down to write, like at one time. I write like uh, a dozen or so. And then I do that a few times a year. I can't always do it, you know. I don't wake up in the morning and say I can write from 9 to 3. But when I'm in the mood, it's almost like I'm just uh, continually doing it, you know. But I do have to be in a mood to write. Um, it's not like I can write anything on commission, ever. Anyone ever says, I need a song for this movie, or I do this, or... It's just impossible for me to do that. You know, it has to be, like, off the top of my head. The Rick Ocasek definition of rock and roll. Rock and roll is absurd. It's like, you know, you stand up and scream into a piece of metal and, like, bash your hands on some, you know, piece of wood with a bunch of strings on it. And then scream to people and say words, you know. It's like you can minimalize it down to nothing. But ultimately, you know, it has an effect on people. And, uh, you know, I think we're all just generally affected by music. It's a funny thing to have in life. It's just there, you know. Music is around. It's like one of those things, music. Art, food, it's part of life.
Since you're gone, the cars off of Shake It Up, the full-length LP from 1981. Also in there, you heard Cruiser and the self-title, or the title track, rather. Shake It Up, that's the cars. And uh, I got one more for you. I should uh, note that uh, Rick Ocasek and Ben Ora trading off on vocals. And I often can't tell who's who. They have such similar vocal styles. Uh, but typically the uh, the twerkier, jerkier um, songs are often sung by Okasik and the more melodic tunes being vocalized by, by Ben Orr. So, you know, challenge yourself. Who's who? Who's who in the situation? Here's one more off Shake It Up. Think it over. It's the cars right in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve. Mm.
Ah, the Cars. What a great band. Thanks for visiting, fellas. You guys are fantastic. Fantastic talent. <laughs> you just heard Think It Over. That's off the album Shake It Up from 1981. And uh, that wraps what I'm to play today from Shake It Up. The Cars reunited uh, after a short hiatus and released their su- their most successful... <laughs> One more time. And uh, this was in 19- 1984. They released their most successful album, Heartbeat City. And uh, the first single helped the Cars win Video of the Year at the first MTV Video Music Awards. That was in 1984. And uh, the, uh, the video for this song was directed by actor Timothy Hutton. And, uh, yeah, one video of the year, 1984. Here they are, the cars in Ghost Town, you might think. City. 
an album the Cars chose not to record in America. The reason that we did uh, go to England was to get away from the distractions in Boston, our hometown, and just for an environmental change and for inspiration, and all those things combined. And one result of that combination was a song for summer, Magic. Summer's obviously my favorite time of the year because you can go outside, you know, without your clothes on. And, and I, I love summer, you know, the whole attitude. Everybody seems to be on vacation even though people do work. And, you know, I, I sort of picture, yeah, driving down the beach, you know, along the beach or something and just having all the sort of odd romantic relationships, things that happen to you in the summer, you know, that never last, but they're good for the summer.
always thought that was a good thing about the cars that we had two vocals. I mean, it just happened that way because Ben and I always traded off for just you sing that one, you know, I don't feel like doing that one, you sing this one. And uh, it was just still that way, you know, when we do a record, I mean, we just go, yeah, go ahead, you sing that one. It's not like, you know, I want to be the voice on that song. I mean, it really doesn't matter to me, you know, who sings it, if I sing it or he sings it. If it's a little quirky or more stylized, I'll usually sing it if it's like a little more melodic or something, you know. Ben's got a good low voice when he uses it.
Wow. Sorry about the dead air there. How about that song? That's Drive by the Cars, right in Ghost Town. Man, that's uh, definitely their most successful single. That's Ben Orr on lead vocals. And uh, that song was used in a video of the Ethiopian famine prepared by the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation and introduced by David Bowie at the 1985 Live Aid concert, the one at Wembley Stadium in London. And the Cars themselves performed at the Philadelphia Live Aid concert that same that same year, that same series of uh, concerts. The Bob Geldof creation, Live Aid. All right, going to continue on with some cars. You're right in Ghost Town. And uh, I'm Creepy Steve, listening to Radio Free Nashville. Be sure and stay tuned for RFN Weekend with Matt the Prod Man. I've got one more for you off of Heartbeat City. This is the 1984 single, The Cars.
classic. We were pretty used to being rejected a lot, or, or used to having a small audience of cult followers, which kept us going, I'm sure. You know, people that would appreciate the music kept us going. There were certain people that always showed up at clubs, and, and you know, that always keeps you going. It only takes one person to say it's great. You know, you can live on that for a week. Bass player, Ben Orr. I like the road a lot. Uh, it's nice to go out once every couple of years and shake off the dust, as it were. It's nice. Performing on a stage uh, makes, it, makes the day worthwhile, actually, because uh, you have an outlet. At least it is for me. A lot of young guys want to go out on the road and see what it's like, so we got a chance in great detail the first few years. The car's hanging in ghost town. Almost finished here. Going to take it up to the 2 o'clock hour, and then Matt the Proud Man will take over at that point. This is Radio Free Nashville. You're right in ghost town. Listening to the cars off their uh, 1984 release, Heart Heartbeat City, and uh, you just heard Hello Again. Also in there, the tearjerker, Drive, Magic, You Might Think. All those singles, the resurgence of the cars in 1984. All right, I've got a couple more singles for you, and then I'm going to head out. This one's from 1985. Tonight She Comes. Like a breeze She gives me a reason For feeling I'm right 
Tonight she comes. Where's that coming from? <laughs> my phone's decided to play out. Goodbye to that. <laughs> All right. Got one last uh, single for you from 1986. And uh, sadly, Benjamin Orr passed away from pancreatic cancer in 2000. Uh, there was a uh, resurgence, a, well, a uh, recollection of the, uh, the 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 remaining band members, and put out a couple tracks in 2011. I've got one more for you though. This one's uh, from 1986, and I might have one more. I might have time for one more after that. We'll see. All right, you're right in Ghost Town. It's the Cars. I'm not the one.
the one the cars i got one more for you here before matt the proud man takes over off the 1985 uh, 84 release heartbeat city but it's the 85 single why can't i have you the cars creepy steve i'm out Thank you. 